Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for whatculture.com. And it's finally happening. AEW is getting its own video game release. We've seen snippets and teasers of gameplay so far, but all that's doing is whipping up new questions in our tiny little reptile minds. Basically, what they need to do is learn from WWE's 2K series, or more specifically, learn from what it did wrong. People will not accept a bare-bones approach to this title, especially seeing as Ukes is developing it. This is a fresh start from a famed developer, and they must do the prized Elite license justice. So let's take a look at some features that need to be in this game. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and this is the AEW Video Game Wishlist 10 Things That Fans Demand. Number 10. Speedy Gameplay So it looks like 2K are doubling down on the sim approach for 2K22. If so, then AEW's game must do everything but this. Now, early sounds coming out of the camp suggest that Ukes fancy a much zippier gameplay style, kind of think no mercy meets here comes the pain, which is definitely promising. And please God, please make this happen. All Elite's match style is pacey and urgent, and even if it pisses off a few people to hear, AEW's wrestlers favor spots and plenty of them. So in the game, it's important that characters motor around the ring with speed and precision, Basically think of the arcade spirit coming alive in this game. No clunky mini-games, no endless button prompts, and no locked-in animations. No, no, and no. AEW's title has to be easy to pick up and play for all ages without being a button masher like 2K Battlegrounds. And that will indeed be possible if Ukes are patient and find the right balance. Number 9. Decent Graphics now, a few social media comments have scoffed at early build character models for the likes of Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, and Darby Allen. And critics have pointed out that AEW's game lacks some polish, but that's only natural given that it is a work in progress. Also, people accept a lack of graphical panache if the game is actually fun. Does it need to look functional? Absolutely, but Ukes doesn't need to obsess over every tiny detail here. If models look bang on facially and have a bit of cartoonish bloating in terms of musculature, then so be it. 
gameplay will always trump true-to-life jaw-dropping graphics. I mean, just look at Nintendo's past for proof of that. The key thing here might be eliminating any bugs or glitches that pop up during development. AEW has got to iron these out for sure, and they will want a certain quality of artwork, especially on newer consoles like the PS5, Xbox Series X, and whatever, but again, gameplay is going to be king here. Number 8. An up-to-the-minute roster One of the most annoying things about 2K's WWE series is that it often feels outdated just a few short weeks after release. Wrestlers might change their appearance, leave the company altogether, or be totally repackaged with a different gimmick, and that, regrettably, leaves the game feeling like old hat. AEW won't want their title feeling anything less than up-to-date. Despite most of the work already being done in the game, Ukes will have to dip back into the coding and put the likes of CM Punk, Brian Danielson, and Ruby Soho in there because, you know what? They don't have a choice. Imagine the first All Elite game released without these stars. That would be a bit of a bloody nightmare. The roster has to be bang on. Fans will want to play as their favourites out of the box without any of these pesky pre-order bonuses or the like. Because that, again, is something else which has blighted WWE's franchise for the longest time now. Too many characters are hidden behind paywalls and they rarely feel worth the extra expense. So right now, AEW has to make sure this doesn't happen. Number 7. Live fan service post-launch of course, 2K have to cut things off at some point. I mean, they're making a game here after all, one that needs to be shipped off and finalised before being printed onto those precious little discs. But that being said, there is an alarming lack of post-launch fan service on the WWE side of things. So there is a gap in the market that AEW and Ukes has to fill. Now, fans will accept a load of new DLC if they are worth the price of admission and aren't deliberately held back. And that is critical here, because 2K blatantly kept Bray Wyatt's fiend alter ego out of the 2K20 lineup just so that he could be used as a dangling pre-order carrot. That completely sucked and should not be something AEW should mimic. Instead, assuming Ukes won't be churning out a new game every 12 months, AEW should support it with fresh content over the next few years. They could add new wrestlers, new arenas, new assets for the Create a Wrestler suite, etc, etc. Because why wouldn't they do this? Because this is where they give value to their game. Game, and at the end of the day, value bloody counts. Number 6. AEW's Atmosphere and Presentation The passion of live fans and the booming pops that they deliver is something that's quickly become a hallmark of AEW programming. It was obviously missing during the pandemic era, but some of the reactions that episodes of Dynamite, Rampage and Pay-Per-View play that we've seen are genuinely astonishing. Replicating that in-arena atmosphere will be a huge challenge for Ukes. They'll have to juggle cheers and boos during entrances with the way that crowds come and go during actual matches. There are no excuses here though, not on modern hardware that is capable of creating a more immersive experience unlike anything we've seen before. And commentary and general presentation have to fall into this category as well. AEW's game could create a new genre standard by having good communication. Being brutally frank, the voiceover work elsewhere in other wrestling games is kind of sh- and it has been for a generation. Imagine how amazing this game would be if Utes can marry that passion from the stands with informative, contextually accurate narration. That would be amazing. Number 5. Bespoke Match Types Both THQ and 2K deserve a ton of praise for the work that they've done with WWE favourites like Hell in a Cell, Royal Rumble and more over the years. Booting up those games and seeing these favourite match types waiting for you has been a humble joy since the early 2000s, but things have slowed a little since 2K began favouring simulation over arcade gameplay. Yes, that's a grumble that we keep coming back to, but you know what, it's a fair one. Leaping from helicopters and here comes the 
campaign or other ridiculous scenarios in other titles has always been great, but WWE's games have struggled to add anything truly new for years. But the good news about all of this is that AEW has several bespoke matches to shout about, namely Stadium Stampede and the ultra-violent Blood and Guts. It'd be a riot to play through both of them in AEW's game. Maybe the Jackson Jaguars' huge Bankfield home could escape Madden and come to the wrestling domain as well. Also, AEW would beat WWE to the punch by effectively offering a War Games match into their franchise. Just saying. Number 4. A Compelling Story Mode Now here's another gap that AEW can plug. WWE's games no longer have a dedicated story mode that lets you play as an authentic star from Raw, SmackDown, or NXT. Sure, Universe scratches a few itches here and there, but it's not really quite the same as someone's career through all the ups and downs that come with pro wrestling telly. AEW's product has the benefit of feeling totally fresh to gamers. Taking the likes of Jungle Boy to the AEW title, for example, is something that people have never been able to do before. And that newness is something that Ukes needs to take advantage of. Fans should be able to choose a young buck, perhaps quite literally in this sense, or step into the boots of a legend such as Chris Jericho. Plowing through episodes of Dynamite, Rampage, Dark, and more en route to huge pay-per-view matches sounds like a goddamn good time to me. Number 3. Elite Rivalries Mode Now, 2K's showcases, when they actually work, are fabulous snippets of wrestling history. They're a nice side dish to the career mode main meal, and there's nothing wrong with AEW poaching them from the WWE playbook. I mean, why wouldn't they? All Elite has several stories deserving of the showcase treatment. An Elite Rivalries feature could focus on the lengthy Chris Jericho vs. MJF feud, or maybe the broader Inner Circle vs. Pinnacle tale overall. Then there's the rise of women like Britt Baker, and the quite stunning rags to Rich tale of younger workers like Orange Cassidy and Sammy Guevara. Those guys could even be part of some offshoot future showcase mode that guesses what's going to happen next in their careers. After all, this is a video game. AEW can make the rules here. Other feuds like Jericho vs. Cody Rhodes vs. MJF and the tale of enemies turned partners John Moxley and Eddie Kingston could be examined in much greater detail. And maybe Ukes could even punctuate that mode with smaller stories like CM Punk's arrival or Brody Lee's all-too-brief run. Number 2. Some Forbidden Doors Extra Now, admittedly, this could be a bit tricky to pull off because licensing costs money and it can spoil your game if it's not done properly. I mean, just ask EA and Konami about all of that. Still, this list is pure fantasy anyway, so you know what? Here goes. Wouldn't it be special if AEW could open the forbidden door in this game? To explain better, this would mean that several assets from promotions like New Japan Pro Wrestling and Impact would be involved in this Ukes project. This is something that Tony Khan's group do on a regular basis in the real world, so it would be nice to see in digital form as well. Minoru Suzuki, Satoshi Kojima, that Impact World Title Christian Cage holds, that would be amazing to see in a video game, right? And now, how about going one step further and taking AEW's finest over to Japan for some matches in the Tokyo Dome or for Impact in smaller studios? This cross-promotional thing is something that 2K offers unofficially via community creations, but Ukes, well, they could go official with it and that would be big business. And number one, Elite GM Integration. AEW's Elite General Manager mobile game launched to a rather mixed response this past July. It's certainly fun to dick around with for half an hour or so here and there, but this game could be bigger and so much more. So perhaps you could be interested in making it part of something bigger and hopefully better in their main AEW game. That'd scratch an itch that's been bugging wrestling gamers for generations now. WWE series hasn't included a 
a GM mode since SmackDown vs Raw 2008, and a comeback constantly sits atop fans' wish lists for 2K. So what if AEW were the ones to do it instead? What if they integrate their mobile game into a full-priced feature? Sounds pretty tasty, right? The USP here could be that players can tweak things on the management side via their phones as and when they'd like. Then, when they boot up their console of choice, they can dive deeper into the mode and properly manage AEW day-to-day. If they manage to nail this cross-platform feature, it could mean big bucks and big business for them going forward. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. <laughs> 